Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 18th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. It's uh, what a tournament. I, that was that was something else. I uh, I know that there will be a lot of disappointed uh, Rory McIlroy fans. I think there were th- uh, tens of thousands of those at the old course, but uh, tens of thousands, yeah, thousands, yes. Yes, Camp. many, many, many people at the old course, many people watching at home, many people maybe in the media center, yeah. if we're being honest. Uh, Cam Smith, though, played one hell of a golf round, uh, one hell of a tournament, and, uh, you know, truly a uh, one of the greatest final rounds that I've seen in, uh, in some time. 64, inward 30, uh, birdied 10 through 14, and one by... One, I guess. He won by one over Cam Young. One by two over Rory, who he trailed all, all day until, what was it, 12, 13, I think. He finally yep. caught him. Um, I'd say that, that that you kind of started it with the best summation. Um, <clears throat> I think it was a bummer for a lot of people and the champion that was at the end. Not because it was Cam Smith, just because it was not Rory for a lot of people. But like the tournament, the championship, the watch, the event, like overall... I know we're probably a little biased because we were in the whole arena all week and we've really fallen in love, obviously, with the place. Uh, it was one of the better majors ever. And like when you guys shoot 64 and plays that way out of an old course, it's one of the best major watches you're ever going to see, whether the guy you wanted at the end wanted or not. When a guy shoots 64, on top of you have Rory, who's playing really good golf, not, you know, we, we'll talk about Rory in a little bit. But the guy he's playing next to him, who's playing next to him, drives the 18th green, makes a putt. Cam Young, you're talking Cam about. Cam Young yeah. makes a putt to, <clears throat> if he doesn't, if Cam Smith doesn't birdie it, Cam Young ties him. It, it was unbelievable. I mean, like we were, we were so close to a Cam Young, Cam Smith, Rory playoff. Um because obviously Rory went for the two, you know he said so much in his pre- press conference. Yeah, like, I, there's no point in me playing, trying to protect. He wasn't protecting the points. Yeah. Wasn't protecting those extra FedEx Cup points for the solo second. Um, he uh, he went for it, but you know Cam, that's the story of the tournament, right? Getting up and down on 17 and 18 to win the Open Championship after uh, really putting on an exhibition from 10 through 16 of ball striking and putting like that. I mean, if, if he doesn't get up and down from 17, we might probably have a three person yeah. play. I mean, you're presuming Rory gets a three on 18. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. Do you want to start there with Cam Smith? There's so many good things to talk about. So many birdies to talk about. I don't know. That's that's that. This is the beauty of the old course, right? He putted around a bunker up into a hole that many people say is the most famous hole in the world. 
and uh, it was just an outrageous up and down, if you call it that, two putt from in front of a road hole bunker. And that really, I think, won him. I mean, this is the thing. You could count so many different shots, but but in terms of clipping it at the end, that save was, was certainly most critical. I, all-time back nine. I, I just think like that save is going to get a lot of love, but yeah, totally. The you know he he really had a missed opportunity on nine. I'm, I'm standing right there. I thought it was over there. I thought it was kind of like Rory's deal once when he did not make up three. Absolutely, and that, especially with where Rory drove it on nine himself. I mean, he was perfect angle. Yeah, couldn't have chip. couldn't have dropped a ball really in a better place to chip from if you're yep. chipping. You know. Perfect angle, right up the throat, and and I kind of, I mean, that's a moment we can go back to uh, when we talk about Rory. Um, it's one of a few moments where you kind of are like, you, you missed opportunities there. But Cam, I thought Cam really missed an opportunity there, and I was kind of like, uh, and then of course he gets down into. Um, I think really, I think the best shot, the biggest shot, and it, it will get lost a little bit, was eleven. And I was, I was right there. Um, you know, that wind, it was downwind. And, you know, that pin was all the way back. And the one thing you can't do there is miss long. And we can we can talk about what the way Rory played par threes. I think it was very telling. Um, versus what Cam Smith did there in the similar situation where... And I, we see, we've seen, we saw Cam do this at the players, right? And I think one of the things that Cameron Smith does, and and I I uh, I caught up uh, on an Adam Scott conversation with a few journalists right after that was off the off the main mic, so it wasn't a transcript. But they talked about Cam Smith. He was talking about Cam Smith, and he goes, you know, he's just got it. He's got what you want. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. He's got what you want inside. You know, when, when, the, when, the, when it's the moment, he's the one that has it. And I can't describe what it is, but he has it. And Adam and, Scott's saying this. Yes, this is Adam yeah, he's Scott. seen a lot, seen Tiger, seen mm-hmm. everybody. And he goes, he goes a, go, a perfect example, maybe the first time that you knew he really, really had it was the President's Cup when he took down Justin Thomas. People, he's like, people forget that he won that match. He, he and Justin Thomas, he's, he went on, he's like, Justin Thomas is a very hyper competitor who's playing, who's the hottest player in that, in that event. Also and, like the mascot, like yeah. his first team event, he was really amped up in that whole deal. And, and he goes, and Cam Smith took him down. And, <clears throat> you know, you, that shot on 11, getting it back there, you know, we saw Rory hit a wonderful shot, but that was a safe shot. And uh, that's the difference that, you know, Cam Smith won the tournament with shots like that. Can I, uh, I thought 11, um, a birdie at 11 is all world, no matter what. It seemed like the least windy it had been all all week out there. It mm-hmm. was not crazy by 11 standards. But the there pin was, wind, was crazy. But the pin was crazy. It yeah. was just, that was, a, it's a, it was a great major championship pin. Because it really tested how much you, like, nobody was getting back there on accident. Right. Right? Right. Like, everybody was coming up five yards short because that that's the play. That's the smart 
play. And so do you think like did 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 so did Cam Smith win this by? Uh, I mean, this sounds like counterintuitive to say like the luxury of being sort of behind. No, where I, he could I just think, turn it on and be aggressive while Rory played it safe because it seems like after he missed the putt on nine, all of a sudden he's like, "F it, like let's go." And you're shooting, firing at a flag on eleven. Like Rory kind of had the comfort of being out front or a mentality so, of being out front, whereas Cam now can just. If we want to talk about Rory now, like I, this is kind Let's, of where I surmised with with Rory and where I've I've kind of fallen after uh, you know watching the entire round, yep. um, and I was really kind of jumping between the two of them. It's nice when it's that way. You stay a, sh- a half shot ahead and and you ca- catch everything. Um, and with Rory, kind of my general feel, he's got this process he talked about a lot this week and like just plodding along and it really it felt like that something a note i wrote down on six when it looked like rory was gonna win was he's playing like he's turned into a tactician and it was it was really a beautiful round the way he played it was tiger-esque like it felt like he kind of was choking out the field and making somebody play extraordinary and somebody started playing extraordinary and you know once it became a shootout i think this is the thing you can play safe you can play the percentages and you know that these are smart plays but when the world's greatest players are all together sometimes you have to do something extraordinary and i think rory shot on 17 was extraordinary you know i think he did stuff that was extraordinary but there were also moments where he might have been a, a little bit too conservative um and like you know i don't think 11 was necessarily the spot to do it but he he made some tactical mistakes um a really good example is the 14th the par five um cam smith makes a really easy birdie there rory makes par and the par fives he you know you got to take advantage of those and one the difference is cam smith played that hole better he hit it over the green which led to a very straightforward, simple uphill chip back to that whole location. Rory left it short. Um, I don't. I think he probably mishit that one a little, but he came comes up short. He's left with like a really like you're really worried about that ball coming back to your feet. So he gassed it 15, 10, 15 feet by, and you know that's just the difference. Like Cam Smith knew if I hit it long, this is a really easy up and down. And that's what he did, and I it's I was so impressed with uh with with some of the shots both of them hit all and I mean Cam Young the drives Cam Young hit sixteen through eighteen it was just an unbelievable final round but one of the things I think is that Rory did play very very conservative and sometimes you need to play a little bit more aggressive in situations to take advantage like i felt like a good example of conservative was what he did on 14 that was a conservative play to make sure he didn't have the ball roll back down to his feet and you at need that birdie point, he's dude caught you need you know? birdie yeah. there so cam smith made his move you've been caught you need to start didn't birdie, birdie 12 either so a lot of a lot was made of the john wood what tiger texted john wood he goes mm-hmm. if i shot 19 under par you know i would win um did didn't yeah it would not win but you know it would have been close 
Uh, how do I go about doing that? No bunkers, no three putts, and take care of the drivable par fours, take care of the par fives. He got the one par five. He didn't get the second. He didn't take care of any drivable par yep. fours in 10, 12, and so on. Uh, or nine, yeah. Uh, I mean, ten, ten, he got a birdie because he almost jarred a 110-foot putt. That was an incredible putt. Yeah. His lag putting was so good for for the vast majority. Like that, that was a note that I wrote down, just that lag putting on the front first eight holes. Another another spot where he missed a really great opportunity was uh, three. He had a short putt there, like five feet. Yeah. Missed it. He had, a, he had a few really good shots that set up birdie putts coming in or mm-hmm. going out. Yeah. And just... It, it, it was like he and Hovland were in a staring contest there for the first four or five holes and kind of le- left the door open for a back nine charge to catch, right? I mean, 64 is like still 64, but I'm saying, you know, they were kind of in a staring contest there for the first like five, six holes. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like the reality is that that golf course is par 68, especially today with the wind. Yeah. And Rory shot two over. I What I kept, what kept, kept yeah, what, what kept, like the tension in my brain, in my head was like, he's playing so, he's playing a conservative, he's got a conservative game plan on a course where like creativity is like paramount, right? And I, and, 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 and there was creativity in there, right? He yeah. was creative, but like creativity to get the safe score. Does that make sense? Like uh, the putt, the one putt on, what was it? Six. Six. I mean, that was, what, yeah, it's it was a, great it was a brilliant, too. brilliant shot from a really, really tricky spot. Um, but that that's what kept tension, that was the tension that kept playing out in my mind. Like, do you play a course like this? Like, you can play it really conservative and shoot 68. Um, he played a conservative shot 70. Yeah, and, and I think, like, I think, like, the 70 number, he probably shot 69, you know? Yeah. That last up and down. Like if you, you know, like it's so it's always tricky with like 70, but like, but yeah, like he just didn't do enough and you just wonder where he put the, the shot on, on 16. He didn't have a chance that that's another example. The only guy that had a real chance on 16 was Cam Cam Smith and Cam Smith. Yeah. And guess what? He was the only one that didn't pound driver up the left side. Like these are the things, and this is why the old course is such a delightful place. If the pin's left on 16, you can't hit driver up the left. Yeah. Like you're not going to have a shot at birdie, a legitimate shot at birdie. Yeah. And Rory didn't have a, he had, he had a 40 footer, but you're not going to make many 40 footers. Like Cam hit, I think Cam hit like a five or a six iron off the tee, and then a six iron into the green. And he had a he had a really good look at birdie and. You start to see how Cam played, and and really like Cam outplayed Rory. Like he he had better strategy too. Like his strategy wasn't the same today as it was yesterday. And this is the next level of stuff. Like I think that's what makes the old course wonderful. Rory got outplayed, and in particular today, out strategized. Uh, that's fair. Uh, on a place like he knows, and he should know how to strategize his way around, and maybe outthought himself or out cautioned himself because he's thought he kind of had it all connect, all all contained. He had all the variables contained. Um, I, the, I think like the two putt thing and the hitting eighteen greens in regulation and all that stuff. I, I just don't know how that much those stats tell the story. Like the greens yeah. are enormous, right? Hitting eighteen greens regulation, 
isn't like the same as hitting. He hit it great. Like yeah. I, I think like that's one of the things I, w- I took away was like he hadn't really missed a shot through 12, uh, 11, 11 holes, 12 holes. And he was, and he got caught. When did it feel like he just he didn't was get anything lose? out of it? When did you think he was going to lose? I, I, I tell you, I was out there. When he didn't birdie 12. It was like 620. I made a bunch of notes. When he didn't birdie 12. Yeah. I saw Jerry walk off and like, because it, it just got too crowded. Jerry's dad like walk off like and run back to their hotel. And he's just like abandoning ship. And I'm not saying he was, thought he was going to lose or anything. It was just like, this is now a real thing. Um, and it just felt like once Cam Smith made his move and pulled even, it, it's so fascinating this this sort of Rory scar tissue history hype everybody kind of puts on him. I, I don't like try to be a, a too much of a fanboy. Like I like to see him do well. This one truly felt different. It really felt different than all the other ones standing here Saturday night. Like I'd be surprised if he lost. Um, did it? Did he like necessarily lose this? It feels like he kind of did a little bit, right? I, as much this isn't like discrediting Cam Smith's work, of course, but it does feel like Rory played a part in in this in him not winning the trophy, right? He didn't just get beat. I think strategy was a part of it, and I think that's, that's what you're talking yeah. about. He he said he said something about like I let it slip away. I thought he was. He let it tricking I mean, himself into it, like saying, "I'm playing some of the best golf. Like I'll be dust myself off. I'll be better." Or I'll tell you what that scene was like. Um, that's there was a lot of like symbolism in that scene. It was tough for him as he was talking, and like the winner with two sixty eight oh and champ, God. like you can hear he's literally talking, and Martin Slumbers is there in the back, champion golfer of the year. And, like that was Rory. It felt like Rory's more than ever this week in the eight years we've not seen him win so it felt like he played a part in in it letting slip through his fingers it wasn't just him getting beat i i yeah and i think like this is another reminder of just how freaking hard it is and and this is something that i think about a lot um i i'm on a text chain with some my buddies i used to play tournament golf with still and um you know, one of my buddies is a really, really good madame, and um, the his the success of his summer kind of comes down to like a couple qualifiers. Like, you know, one of them's the USAM. And earlier this week, he was you know on this text chain lamenting like how sick to his stomach he was about a couple <clears throat> moments in in his thirty six hole qualifier. And I just thought to myself, it's like God, you know, this su- like it sucks for him that really like a successful year is so dependent on a few things because of their mind and and rory's in six holes right and and rory is in this similar situation right totally so and rory's been in this situation for the last uh 10 years of his life really where you know since 2012 you could probably would probably say where the only thing that matters in terms of our view of Rory McIlroy's success is 16 rounds a year, four tournaments a year, 16 rounds a year, and winning one of those four tournaments. And the idea of that, and, and, and these tournaments are 156 of the greatest players in the world all together on a, on a given week, and whether your best turns up for that given week. And this week, Rory McIlroy's best golf 
turned up. He he was extraordinary. And you can quibble with this or that. He did everything he needed to do to put himself into a position to win and somebody else beat him. And and you know that is just the crazy nature of the game of golf is that especially when you get to the level of Rory McIlroy there are so few things that matter and there is such immense pressure to get those things done. It felt like a lot of the other players wanted him too or or at least like wouldn't have minded it as well. But you're you make an amazing point that like 16 days of a year and like how he's he's I don't know if it's how he defines himself but a lot of the perception outside always seems to come down to that. Um I I it was it was hard. He talked about how he would walk out on his hotel balcony and it's right across from the 18th scoreboard and he'd look at it like envision the name McElroy and how it would feel to be there at the top on Sunday. Uh it, it really felt like it was coming together, but um yeah, he got beat. He was too conservative, and that's why. You know. I think you can art. You can quibble, right? Yeah. Because this is the thing about golf, right? If he makes a putt on three, or he makes a putt, gets up and down on nine, we're not having this conversation. Then, then he played the tiger-like round. Like if he gets up and down, this is the, he just didn't execute in the small moments, and I think there were a couple tactical errors. Thomas Bjorn, what were the tactical errors? Tactical, not hitting it past on, on 14, 14 yeah. not hitting, not laying back on 16 to give yourself a chance, especially at that point when you're chasing, you need to give yourself birdie opportunities. Now, JT earlier in the day hit driver up the right side and, and made an easy birdie, but hitting driver up the right side is is crazy. You lose the tournament. So perfect, you know, Cam, Cam Smith hit six iron, five iron off the tee. And he had he had enough angle, enough spin, yeah, to hit that shot. Like Cam Young had no chance hitting a seventy yard wedge there, none from the left side. He it was a, an unbelievable drive, unbelievable tee shot. But he hit the fairway. He had no hope. Um, you know the the that's the thing is is it's so small. And you go to Cam Young, he missed a two footer on one and lost by one. You know, this tournament was three guys separated themselves were the clear best three players in the field. And this is what I love about the the Open Championship and the firmness the 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 firmness of the turf and the designs that these courses have tend to lead to a very clear best player in the field or group a small group of best players in the field. Every every tournament and this week these three guys were without a doubt the best players in the field um there was there was a little bit of deflation and i was watching i I turned in the world feed on my phone as i was walking around 18 thomas bjorn thomas bjorn who was like plays it straight i don't know if he's rooting for rory or cam or no one he's like i uh he's like i don't know where rory goes from here and that's kind of what you say, like at the end of a really real gut punch loss, and it's a f- it's kind of a first take debate question, but like I think it's a, a real one. I think it's a fair one. If this felt like the end of the eight year drought, and he talked about just putting himself, keep giving himself chances, giving himself chances. Now he's got to wait 
you know, eight months for these 14 days that you talk about that, that define the perception of his year. Uh, he's, he's talking like, you know, he's back in the FedEx cup. He'll be back in the playoffs and doing that stuff and <laughs> all that. <laughs> the winner might not be back. In the uh, FedEx cup, but. Yeah. And, but I, I think it's fair to ask, like, does he win another major? I, I don't, it's unanswerable. It's been the question. It was the question last year. Yeah. I mean, last year was demoralized. This Four year, top tens. This year, he was really good. Four I mean, top tens. I saw that Nosferatu had the points earners. He he was the third best major player based off of OWGR points earnings behind Scheffler and uh, Cam Smith. And, uh, you know, he was clearly... I mean, he he was the best major player without a win. Yeah. Um, I thought playing boring golf in golf's most creative arena, kind of. Well, here's the hindsight's twenty twenty, right? If sure. he makes the putt on three, it was really a short putt. That that was like I circled that. That was like a big missed opportunity. Totally. Not getting up and down on nine was another one. That was as straightforward as it gets. That should so, that should have been the one that wasn't a two putt. There were a couple where you get break the two putt streak. That was one. Three was one. So that those two right there, if those two go the other way, mm-hmm. we're talking about how like in, if he pulls us out by one by just making a couple putts, we're talking about how tiger-like that round was and how he choked everybody out by just taking care of business. And this is like the dirty line, the dirty thing about golf. And and I think like where I want to have a little nuance with what I'm saying is, I think there's a moment in the round when when Cam catches you and starts to go in front of you that you need to then, and maybe it was a little too late, then you're playing this really tough back nine stretch yeah. where the wind's blowing off your right that's there and all the pins are kind of tucked left into these tough spots. But, you know, you got to have a pulse for the... It, it's They talk about this like in with horse racing, like the jockey that knows when to push the course and when to push having a pulse for the situation, right? Yeah. And I feel like Rory was just so gung-ho, and, and and I think that's what got him there. So I think he had that total pulse for the situation vis-a-vis uh, Victor. You know what? I think he totally, yeah. I think it was he never choked, a concern. He choked Victor out. He was never a concern with Victor, and I think he thought it was kind of, could be that. But once Cam caught him, I don't know if he was waiting for Cam to, like, make a double make the same dumb mistake he made on Saturday or what. But he just, like you said, he then didn't have the pulse for that second sort of battle that he had been joined up ahead as opposed to. Well, I don't think he moved from his process, right? Yeah. I think he played the same way, which I, was fine. it got him there. First round ever in the seventies. I mean, that shot on 17 was extraordinary. Oh Yeah. Oh yes! Like and he just oh so good. The putts didn't drop. Like that's the thing that I. I mean, the, the putt never scared the hole. And, low the whole way. And Cam said he hit it better yesterday, and he had he made nothing. Cam Smith, yeah, he was pissed. He was frustrated, yeah, but so, it didn't seem like he was down. Like he was playing garbage golf all of a sudden. I I, I, I haven't looked at strokes gain numbers. Um, they aren't available in the in the media center. NTD data wall. The data wall doesn't have them. But <laughs> I imagine if you looked at it over the tournament, like 
Rory outplayed T to green Cam, and Cam outputted. Obviously, Cam had the extraordinary second round. Friday, yeah. Um, yeah. Putting a bad third round putting, but then today he putted lights out on the back nine. Yep. And um, listen, like, it's, it sucks. That there's only one winner, and Rory didn't, lo- Rory didn't lose this tournament. Cam won it. But I think you can look and nitpick that he could have done a few things. There were there were moments he could have pushed where he didn't really push, where he was content to play a little conservative. That's the thing too is like when you're when you play that style, I think that's where like the the chips on twelve and thirteen just weren't there because there wasn't an attack. To to me, there's like this golfer DNA, right? And Rory, Rory had it this week in terms of like everything you need to win. And maybe he played like Tiger, and maybe he shouldn't have played like Tiger because he's not Tiger, right? And and Rory, he didn't hit it like close enough on a lot of those. The Rory that we knew in the early 2010s was the guy that just went after it and I mean he wasn't won. afraid of the pins and it hit this draw that he would say I hit the I how do you how do you hit it at that right flag well I hit it I hit it right of the green and draw it back yep. you know yep. and yep. today's Rory especially if you look at the par three like on eight and eight, eight and eleven with those back pins, which are really tough on par threes, it just like tests you to get back there, and it's really hard when you don't have like the specific number that isn't doesn't fit you that much. It's really easy to hit the the shot to thirty feet and leave it short, and he mm-hmm. did it on both those par threes. Like that's where I just the ball, ball's on a tee, and you don't don't you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we do an ad read for our friends at Zero Restriction? It was raining this morning. We went out in our Zero Restriction. We were kept dry in our Zero Restriction. They've uh, kept us suited all weekend here at, uh, or all week, I should say. Summer school, summer camp, whatever you want to call it. Summer school in Scotland presented by Zero Restriction. They've, uh, they're the official outerwear, uh, rain gear, windproof, layering. It's what they do. It's a company that wasn't, you know. They weren't making socks and shoes and t-shirts and shorts. They were dedicated to make this. It's their specialty. Um, And they've been friends of the program now for a long time, helping us get over here, dive in, get on the ground, hopefully hopefully provide a better podcast, honestly. Like hopefully the podcast, and it might be worse than ever, but our hope is that you get at these majors that we go to, that we can provide some sort of account of uh, of, of what happened. That like I know you guys all watch on TV, we we'll watch on TV too often when we're here, uh, but but that that's that's the effort is to try to do a better podcast when we get to some of these events, uh, and zero restriction certainly helped us get over here this this week and uh, you know kept us warm and dry throughout. So whether you need layering or you need waterproof, you need windproof or vests, uh, it was kind of everywhere. It was everywhere this week. The, yeah. the little. You can go out sphere. To what is that thing? The little sphere, their logo thing. I should probably know the term, but it's, it's like a little sphere thing. That thing was on everything this weekend. But you can go to the website zerostriction.com, Use the promo code SGS Summer twenty five. You get twenty five percent off. 
Uh, thanks again. We're going to have the pool. Bunch of giveaways they gave us. We'll have the pool. That's Will Knight's it's on that. It's you know 10 o'clock here in Scotland. We'll, we'll start tabulating the pool and figure out who won that. But uh, thanks again to them for supporting summer school, which is not over. We got a, a few more days here in Scotland to, to, to see some courses and do some things. Uh, but thanks again to them. Use that promo code SGSSummer25. All right. Um, do you feel like we've done enough on Rory? Is there more you want to do on Cam Smith? I think, I think one thing we haven't dude. talked about is the is the crowd and the atmosphere. Okay. With Rory. I mean, I. it was a home game. It was more than that. Yeah, it was. It was See, you're on my home game take. Well, what? No, I'm not on the. <laughs> that was such a jump from A to letter F. You skipped like 18 steps there. That's just like I'm got, your home just game like a, like Goddard up being a home game in Boston. Well, yeah, that's the most. Uh, whether where it was doesn't matter. Oh my God, there's someone sprinting down the middle of the fairway. Dogs. That was maybe the coolest moment of the week. The park, pretty cool. We were looking out our window down the 18th fairway. Um, what about the crowd? It was like 99.9%, 99%. That wasn't to be they I were tweeted. against anyone else. There were a lot of, you know, people were urging Victor and people were happy for Cam. I, but like Rory was very much being pushed along or tried to be pushed along. I tweeted this, but it, there's something unbelievable about, you know, walking around a place. And, you know, I was lucky to be inside the ropes and you walk around and you interact with people who are, who are standing in a place like that are on the rope line. They're standing on it all day long, you know, and mm-hmm. they have staked out their place and they're waiting for one man to walk through, you know, and that was the atmosphere today. Everybody was just waiting for Rory to come by and just like hit one shot in front of them. And, you know, and then then they could yell Rory like that is like effectively the place. And, and just I mean, at the loop at 10, like while we're talking about specific instances, the loop, the what these were kids like, I don't know, 22 year old kid, and a 24 year old kid. He goes, everybody's jammed in. And I was out there on the rope. And he goes, Rory, Rory looks very relaxed. Rory looks very relaxed. Like, whatever. Okay. He goes, he's more relaxed than me. And everybody like starts dying laughing. But there was like that tension. He was like, he's more relaxed than me right now. And this was like some 24-year-old kid. It was being earnest. These people wanted him really badly. And everybody started dying laughing. Um, I mean, and then the, the scene on 18. I mean, the broke contain. It was funny. I didn't have my badge. Didn't have like eighteen on it, so I was not mm. supposed uh, allowed on yeah. eighteen. Oh, you're doing your thing like with Phil at Kiel, well, running into the show. Well, shop. it was funny is that they're like holding me, and and I'm meanwhile I'm like, look There's what's like going on over fans. there, <laughs> like, dude. That <laughs> happened throughout like twelve. It started yeah. happening. People yeah. were just like, all right, screw it. We're walking down the fairway. This is the last group on the course. We're just done with this. I turned. I'm like, I'm like, look what's happening over there. Like, <laughs> like you're worried about me, <laughs> and this is what's well, going on. I might on. be worried about you. You know, so, they heard you're causing mischief and trouble and stuff. So I eventually got through, but then I yeah. was in this horror. I mean, people sprinting down the yeah, fairway. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was so similar, so yeah. cool. And I loved, I loved the chance. 
of Rory as he's like it's his it's last out. gas. He's done. Yeah, yeah. And they're chanting, and I mean, it was like a goose. It was goosebump inducing moments out there. Like whether I was not, I don't feel like I was like rooting for Rory necessarily. Like if I like had to pick a guy to win, I would have wanted Rory. But like you know, I was happy if Cam won. I was yeah. happy if Cam Young won. Like all of them. Like, but the thing about it was like. You know, like that that whole scene, it was just, you know, <sighs> golf is so rarely, rarely induces these great moments of fandom because like, you know, team sports, you're at a home stadium and the majority, that's like, you know, that the old course on 18 turned into like a home football stadium. You know, mm-hmm. and everybody and the chance of Rory and then everybody quieting everybody down while he had his last gasp uh, chance. I, I one thing I wanted to scene. ask him, you, you talked about like com, like home game, like comp, competition like that. So the last major he won, he talked about how he said this on the record. Ricky and Phil high fiving up ahead at Valhalla like snapped him into something being really pissed off he's like what like it like made him competitive in a way that it was like not just him dealing with himself and dealing with the course and it like it pissed him off and said what the hell are these guys doing I'm gonna go kick their ass and like that's just wasn't happening today and I'm not saying because I mean that was eight years ago and a lot lots happened in Rory's life and everybody like eight years is a long time. And you wonder like, like I think, you know, we've joked about this. I think part of the reason he's playing better this, this year and summer are playing really well is like the live stuff. Like I think it is sort of mm-hmm. an overt challenge to me to play, to kick ass and show out. And that's kind of what I thought was the dynamic at, at Valhalla. And this is, you know, trying to read, do a little psychoanalysis, but it's also relying on his own words. Um, and that just wasn't there today. And that's just also because Cam Smith was better and maybe wasn't high-fiving Cam. You know you know what I mean? That just, Rory didn't have that thing to get snap him into really maybe his, chasing maybe back. Maybe Victor's fault. Fighting back. I mean, I don't, like, this isn't to put Victor down, but... It, like it didn't feel like he I thought it felt like Saturday was a little smoke and mirrors with him and he was never really going to challenge Rory though it, it the group like dynamic was slow for sure at the start you know what was interesting they had to wait a while for the cams on eight long time on eight T and then a little bit on nine, then they like never saw them again. Like, cause Cam just goes like well, two, two, 30, three, three, three. What did three. they go? 30, 31, the two of them yeah. on the back, on yeah. the back nine. It was interesting. I was like, whoa, they're waiting a lot for being the last group. And then they, then like they just started making birdies and they never saw them. I never had to wait again after 10, I want to say 10 green, basically. Mm-hmm. Just cause they took off like a rabbit and, and that was it. And, and that was the case on the leaderboard too. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was unbelievable tournament. You know, uh, let's talk about Cam Smith. He wins, great champion, deserving champion. He's the reigning players champion. He's the reigning uh, open champion. Actually, let me. Uh, you were talking real quick about how great this was. 
we went to the Masters, we went to the U.S. Open, we went to the Open Championship. What was? What do you think was the best major this year in men's? You can throw the PGA in there too. We I think it was. The, I think it was this one because of how consistently great. I think the U.S. Open would be number two for Sunday me. Sunday was sweet. Yeah, the US Open. I, I, but this one, um, you know, the the benefit that you had at Sunday at the U.S. Open was both guys in the same group. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This one, though, was great because you had Rory all week. You had, I think, the golf course, course. was, sure. you know, obviously extraordinary. It elevates it right away. And the history of the 150th. But, but then you had, you know, one of the great Sunday rounds that we'll see in our lifetime. And uh, he has an exemption, which he may need. Uh, Cam Smith was asked about Liv. He's the number two ranked player in the world yeah, now. Not not a chopper. He was he's um, he was asked in his press conference about Liv. Like you know, uh, uh, I think it was I want to say Phil Casey. It was a, it was a British journalist, I believe. I, I don't actually I don't know that it was Casey himself or not. So don't quote me on that. It was a, but it was a, a British journalist asked him. Look, I've heard your name linked to Liv a lot, and uh, that's fair. Right, that's a fair characterization, right, Andy? Like, yes, he has been in a lot of rumors uh, for a while now, and their rumors seem to be much stronger in recent week. Um, he was asked by that; he gave an extremely non-denial denial. He was first very irritated. He goes, "Look, man, I just won the British Open," and points at the claret jug. Um, I think, and, and he said, "I just won the British Open." You're and you're asking about that. I think that's pretty not that good and he looked to the moderator to kind of like save him to stop it there yeah and, and the moderator is like i mean it was a quiet i mean yeah he's not and like so the follow-up like, question said i appreciate that but the question is still there are you interested in the and the guy said apologies for having to bring this up yeah i mean he in and uh are you interested at all really elephant is, in the room. is there any truth to that and he said i don't know mate my team around me worries about all that stuff. I'm here to win golf tournaments. Look, he's in the rumors. That's an extremely non-denial. Denial. It's an answer that makes you believe that it might be close. To, I hope it's not a done deal for Cam's sake. The one thing I was... Because his value went... Just went through the... Yeah. Because uh, here's guy, the value of Liv. Liv could guy, We did a podcast with uh, with his team. I saw Bud Martin in the room. Yeah, he didn't seem we did a podcast. He didn't seem thrilled with the Liv question, but <laughs> old Bud. He was trying to chase out the NBC cameras when they were in that little hospitality suite while he was waiting for Rory to finish. He was like, can you give us some space? Like He's like, oh, I empathize with that cameraman. Well, Bud getting after the media. Anyways, so uh, Cam Smith, his value went up. This was, I was, I made a note early in the day when Rory was up. It's like, this could have been the absolute ideal year for the PGA Tour at the majors with yes. Scheffler, JT, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Rory, who are all, except, I mean, Scheffler said, uh, Scheffler's the yeah. str- least strong, but the la- all four have said they're very committed to the PGA Tour. The last three, like, are absolutely locked. Um, and now you have Cam Smith. His value to live could be outrageous because they could literally spend the next eight months saying they have the reigning, the last major winner. We have the champion golfer of the year plays on live, and, All this, and the and players the, champion. And the players, oh my god, and the players champion, the number two player in the world. Um, 
it would be really bad for the PGA Tour, really bad for Martin Slumbers, who seemed to be pretty adamantly against Liv this week. Uh, it, it's, it would, it, it, it would um, I think it would end the, what has been like a common rebuttal to Liv is like, well, none of these guys are playing good golf. Right. It would be the rebuttal of like, well, Cam had a career year. <laughs> he won the tournament champions, this and the players. Uh, and I would just like, not not to rain on his parade, but the answer was kind of BS. It is like bullshit. answer the question or like don't 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 ask like you know what's going on. Or oh irritated. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know it's. It'd be like me being like, hey, Andy, uh, we heard you're, you're leaving the fried egg, which I own, just like Cam Smith owns his golf career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and me being like, you know. I don't my, know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. My team handles that. And I think being irritated by the question is, I don't know. It's, it's a question. That's fair. He did not. I think, you know. He didn't think he was going to get asked. I that. don't think. So. Yeah, I th- does he get asked that at the U.S. Open? No, the Masters. Probably that's. What, I think that's one of the things. I. I we. <laughs> I was with an experienced journalist today, uh, at one point, which and, we are not. And uh, and and the live stuff came up, and I was like, "Are you going to ask about live?" And he goes, "Nah, I'm going to let one of the English guys ask that." <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good um, so it was uh you know that's uh one of the things like you you do they they were bloodhounds on that all week and well they, were... it's a massive story it's a, yeah. i think brandel chambly gave a big interview to paul kimmage i have yet to read it but talks about like it the whole game is threatened right now the whole the foundation or the way the organization structure is is changing or could change so i think it's worth it could be you know i i don't want this to be a damper because i loved a a week really with limited live thoughts yeah but uh oh a little cheer it looks like somebody might have hold out from the road bunker they're literally putting on the 17th green right now that's cool right does that like make you feel good yeah it's getting dark and and there's a group there's maybe 50 six 50 people on the road 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 green road hole green just putting putting there was just a major championship here two hours imagine this happened imagine this happening at shinnecock I mean, there were people like building sandcastles in the seventy in the road bunker, just like I, I, I just they were literally throwing the ball across the first green, little two year old out there hitting golf balls and on the on the maybe not too. He was nuking the ball too. He was so short. He was a little kid, uh, just launching balls across the first green towards the burn strollers. It was kind of like people are jumping over the burn. <laughs> that seemed dangerous, but. Uh, it was one of those things for for us walking out like only here, like really oh, filled up the tank on the way out. I think that too is like uh, one of the things before we before we get depressed about it. But like one of the great thing, I I mean this venue is um yeah, let's you know talk, let's talk about it. This venue is amazing. I think it just it's the fabric of a town. You know, there's very few towns that are all about golf. You know, this is a place that 
residents can play? Not all about golf. It's a little bit about college, as we learned. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, Andy and I found ourselves in an old school college bar at I last felt call. Very old. Oh, the, where the kind where your shoes stick to the floor. There's broken glass. There were there maybe, a lot some making out. Yeah, some so younger, uh, yeah, younger people, younger than us, making out and dancing provocatively. There and Andy and I just potential fights breaking out all <laughs> oh, over there the were, place. Andy and I just staring at each other, like kind of smiling because we're so and, old. And, and all while it. going on, the on, oh, in yeah. the background is the Barracuda. <laughs> So they had these big screens on because there was probably an older golf crowd. It turned into this college crowd. Oh, it was a real college bar that a kind of thing I hadn't been in a while with their feet sticking in the ground. Anyway, so that's part of the town. But of course, it's all golf. Go yeah, and, and just the venue. I, I mean, I'm rarely at a place that, you know, when you're at a major, you're you're at the course all day all day long like early morning yeah. to late night and yeah. especially here really late nights and like i every night i just want i would walk back down the course yeah like it, it there wasn't really a question it's like oh i'm gonna walk back down through the course it would take longer yeah you never would do that at, at other it's like yeah. just get me the hell out of here yeah, I wanna walk i'm ready down. to go home right and it's like this place it's just like because of the i just so uh, it's hard to put into words right um but like i also think some of the the flow of the course is really neat um how you have so many gettable holes it there everything it's attainable like the score scoring here is very attainable but very difficult to do and it's got a little bit of that augusta elasticity where you see these guys go on these runs but continuing to hold on to those runs is what's so challenging out there. Is not getting yourself a little out yes. of position and struggling to make a, a, a bogey. And that's why what Cam Smith did on the back nine was so incredible to watch. Augusta today. elasticity. Oh, was there any other option besides putting short of 17? Everybody's going to talk about that. I that think, save. I mean, that's what we, we had intel from the ground. I mean, we talked about watching guys do that, like literally in front of the bunker all week we talked about that at practice round walking around like a lot of not intel i'm not saying like we're the only people have seen people play that hole that way or it's it's but i'm telling you like we we kind of seen that happening a lot of guys putting from almost directly in front of the bunker around it and it just, didn't seem like he put a lot of thought into anything but the putter yeah i think he kind of looked up and, and and saw it and i mean i don't think enough has been talked about cam young's uh, yeah you want driver You've mentioned it, sixteen through eighteen, right? The the what did he miss on? What what, what, what how short was the putt that it he was missed like two on? or three feet? It was like a crazy bad three putt on one, and, and he that's lost what by, helped, by lost by one. Yeah, I mean it's just like golf, man. It's uh to the, make the, the two, look on his face when he made the eagle. It's like oh oh shit, I'm tied for the lead now. Like I think he there was the reality that you know Cam Smith was a couple feet out. Yeah, but there was like. Whoa, I actually I, I'm tied for the lead at the 18th hole. I love us, but it's good too. Didn't didn't see it too really this week there. Think about Rory came up short, like 20 yards short. Wow, yeah. Like that was it was going into the wind. It was kind of cooling down at that point. Well, did like, that was take, a big drive. That was a I, driver. Cam, yeah, no, Cam Young like rode the 
sort of rode the the right ground, rode the ridge, and kind of came across. Took the more. Aggressive. I was right by the T, so I couldn't see like how it rolled up. Yeah, he, I mean, it went right and came across over the Valley of Sin. Like it, it, awesome. it, it was so like. How I mean, close was Cam Smith to getting up in one, or did it just kind of just get down? There? Pretty close, but yeah, it, it felt like it was me too much to climb, but it, it was close. Uh, Cam Yuns though. Like, you know, going right is a little more aggressive, right? Because that's the, where the trouble is. And he got the rollout because he went that way. It kind of took the, whereas Rory's kind of landed and hit dead, right? It, it did not shoot forward in the way that Cam Young's did. So. Maybe Rory should have aimed a little more right. Yeah, I, I think like he was in, obviously intending to play aggressive there, you know? Uh, I think he was probably going, thought he had the muscle to just hit it directly at the flag and get it there. It's but, crazy that whole, he couldn't get it there with driver today and he had like an iron <laughs> yesterday. Like stainers and like just trying to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, keep it from, what would, what if McGinley said 30 people hit an OB lawn? Really? During practice rounds? They uh, counted 30 ball because that's like a rough and like a dramatic, you know, incline there. But they would just go right through the rough and the incline OB on, on a few occasions. And there, today, Rory couldn't even get it, you know, 30 yards, 20 yards short of the green. Um, anything else on the course? It feels like, you know, the old course is good. We knew it was good. It, it was we were, That was a firm this week. We were adding to that chorus. Uh, but personally for us, it was um, like really a memorable experience and, and you know, one we're can't wait to come back grateful for yeah. now on to live the depressing nature what do you want to talk about with live john rom john rom's comments uh they seem quite substantial he is someone who is avowed uh fealty fealty pledge fealty to the pga tour he does not want to leave the pga tour he does not think live is real golf real competitive golf yet uh here he is taking somewhat of a line out of rory's book after the mcmanus saying he wants the tourists to negotiate with Liv, and this seems born out of a, uh, a Ryder Cup lament. He thinks Sergio Garcia is the greatest Ryder Cup player of all time and should be on a Ryder Cup, and this, what's happening is, is uh, I think, unfortunate, he said. Uh, he came right out. I wouldn't say it's boosting Liv so much as the players that have gone to Liv, and really sort of critiquing his own tours. He goes, I understand the reasons why golfers who play live golf do it, and it's a shame they have to relinquish their status. Their status. He said, Sergio knows very well that he has dedicated his life to the European tour in his 25 years as a pro. That they turn their backs on him that way doesn't seem right to me. And it is what it is. It is not my decision. And that he has, made, has to make this decision, it hurts me. I mean, who's turning their back on whom? Uh, he seems to be ripping the DP World Tour there. They turn their backs on Sergio. It's a shame because he wants to play in Spain and he can't play the Ryder Cup. He can't play Spanish Open. He can't play Valderrama. Uh, Sergio himself said he didn't enjoy the week very much. Enjoyed the crowd, but didn't enjoy the week. He said, you know, he's more angry that, you know, the Ryder Cup has created the sport. It's why, you know, a lot of Europeans get into golf and did not have the greatest Ryder Cup player of all time in the event is, you know, doesn't make it the event. And he's not, I think, there. you know, that's, that's the thing. You wondered what it would be like when they came back together, right? Players. And it could go one of two ways, right? Yeah. I think there are some players that are pissed off. I think yeah. a lot of the, like 
the double the, dippers the people the pe- people yeah yeah like there's a lot of animosity towards like ian poulter with some of the players right yeah. because he's you know suing the tour effectively for a spot back but again like this was the risk of the tour going with the Hard bands line. and yeah. the suspensions and and such um I, I, I this is not a good situation for for either of the tours. Um, an even worse one, it appears. I saw Jamie Weir uh, as as well as I saw a Swedish outlet um, are reporting that Henrik Stenson is gone and will not be the the uh, Ryder oh, Cup. Oh, really? That was European Ryder Cup captain. Okay. I also heard, you know, just think about the European uh, tour. They've done like a bunch of like photo shoots and everything for it. Like oh, no. maybe shutting down one of the most famous Italian uh, places, like the Coliseum and stuff. Or, <laughs> for, uh, and, and, yeah. and and you oh, know, no. so like a one-time ask, I think, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And you have all these photos with Stenson with, uh, with the writer coming. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So you think that's a disaster? It seems like they're going to get a fair amount of names now that the majors are over. Now that you know, it's just going to keep going. It's yeah. I think Trump Ed Benser. Obviously, there's been a lot of smoke around Hideki. Um, yep, potentially being gone this week, yep. and um, you know, uh, live is seems to be something that we are uh, we are going to be dealing with in golf for the foreseeable future. Yeah, it's it's sucks after a week like this um, to I don't know, talk about it, but it was also ever present this week we saw many heads of state golf state you know that were walking around some animated discussions with agents you know i think monahan was in town there were you know there's just a lot of people animated monahan steiny conversation yeah yeah the excel boys seem to be holding strong yeah there's no that's the only i think it's the only big shop steiny shop is the only big shop that doesn't have a player that has committed to live yeah yet. yeah which you know you think go down the list of their players they're pretty big names yeah yeah so. uh so the rom things i don't know the more he he cited the mcmanus thing too he's like weeks like the mcmanus pro-am tell you how beautiful this sport is and how much it can do the amount of good it can do in the world uh, it's a pity there are certain fights uh it really seems like that thing, like you're talking about, that's when Rory sort of softened coming out of that. McMahon, obviously, they were again this week. Rom, you know, and Sergio weren't our let, buddy, buddy, weren't close. But I think Whistling Straits did something to really mend that when they played well together. Um, so it, when you're taking on, I don't know if it's please, but comments from your top players that seems to dramatically change the dynamic, whether you want to or not, right? Whether you think that's the best procedural way or legal way, if you're the tour, if your players start saying, let's let's start talking, let's figure this out, then I think you kind of have to start changing paths when it's people like Rom and maybe Rory. I think it's uh, it might be, might be time for the tour to look at uh, maybe a leadership change. Yeah. yeah, this has been an utter, utter um, disaster. How, how do? We, yeah, how, yeah. It's, it's an. It, I think like the speed and quickness of um, you know we'll see what happens in the next couple of days, 
and uh, when certain players go. But but the um, I think the alarming thing is just how quickly it it, it uh, basically spiraled out of control on them. And what kind of do you like? One thing that I was was this like the last normal major? Yeah, the last sort of major and with the golf world semi i don't know semi what we understood it have always understood it to be in the last 40 50 60 years right yeah. i mean i know there's the live has already gotten steam in the last two months but the 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 way the golf world could look when we re- reconvene at the men's at the masters in april could be really really different and uh yeah that's that's what made sort of this week a little refreshing that it was at the old course that none of that shit we were talking about for or caring about at least for four days. Um, but uh, it's going to come back in a massive way with no more majors for, for six, seven, eight months, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more live to talk about, oh, but well, before, another thing. how about Paul Casey? What do you saying? Do? They're all going to like go to Asian tour events together so that the strength <laughs> of field is high. And that's how we'll get our OWGR points kind of puts a hole in the playing less talking point. <laughs> They're all going to start adding Asian tour events to get OWGR. But a little bit of a hole. Well, they could do it this year, right? Yeah. Um, The uh, one last thing. I I don't want to end this on a downer. I want to say a huge, huge, huge congratulations to Patrick Cantley on a T8. Good job. Oh, (laughs) uh, a kind of soft purr at the door T8, right? Pod. Pawed it back open. It was a scary day for Patrick yesterday. The door was wide open. He took a few steps out, saw the world, ran back in, slammed the door <laughs> shut, and today he started to crack it back open. He started to look out the window again, really, I think. He got back up on the chair and looked out the window. Um, Bryson T8. Bryson played great. Kind of amazing. I mean, he just had like one bad day, you know? Yeah, Spieth T8. I, when you look at the top 10, it's really a strong top 10. It, it, who had a better leaderboard, Tori or... Uh, <laughs> stop, or, stop. Or the old course. Stop it. All right. I think that does it. We didn't, have, we didn't have any Dick Bland or Russell Henley or... or, uh, or uh, what's his name? The, the Canadian, uh, Mackenzie Hughes. Hughes. We saw Mackenzie Hughes walking down the street yeah. today. A lot of guys stayed in town. Oh, that's the other cool thing. It's like the guys are just out. Like obviously, like the bigger names can't go out anywhere. But uh, like I heard, uh, I, I heard, I heard, I heard a big name who missed the cut was out, out, out. Recently married, no longer on the PGA Tour. Four-time major winner was out in town. Really? Now, yeah, taking a full cut at it. So. The uh, I heard Sahith. Um, went and he got like food at like a very busy place yeah and not one person recognized him really yeah it was like i think it was on saturday too it was on maybe not saturday it was on six three yeah indian guy yeah like nobody nobody said anything to him he went into like a a very busy restaurant got food it was like he ordered waited Got food and not one person recognized. Who was top ten in the yeah. open at the time? Interesting. Okay. Any other thoughts from town, from the course, from the week? As, as, you, as you can tell, we were really grateful to be here. Um, Excited to come back. A memorable. If we ever make it back. If we make it back, if who knows? Yeah, we'll see. God, you know. 
<laughs> prayers are answered. Maybe we'll get back here one one day or two. Um, all right. I think that does it. Thank you all for your continued support. Uh, it really means a lot that we've somehow, um, I don't know, our, our moderate analysis of the game, our amusement with it, our idiocy around it has landed us at this spot, right? 150th yeah. open at the old course. We are very grateful for your support, grateful for to be able to do this. Uh, it was an awesome week. We will be doing another podcast from Scotland on Tuesday. Maybe from the car. Who Maybe. knows? Maybe. We'll see where we're at. But uh, well, these... we, can, we can talk about the sod farm. <laughs> you know, we were sitting in our radio booth. Big radio guys. Big radio guys all of a sudden. We're radio guys. It's literally the only form of media I think that neither of us have ever done. I mean, we've done hits, but you know, we've done every other time. Magazine, newspaper, TV, internet, video, podcast. No radio, though. But we were cast as radio this week. Um, and you go, you look at me in my radio booth. He goes, can you believe... We got to go to TPC Sod Farm next. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're very close to, you know, Porter's Memphis next week tweet. But you weren't even thinking that way. I don't know. You just started thinking about TPC Sod Farm. The Twin Cities are going to be on your ass if you, you start popping them. But yeah, that's up next. I guess we'll be doing, I don't know, one and done picks. We'll do that from the car in Scotland. Thank you again for your support. Uh, really appreciate it. We'll be back with you later this week. Mm-hmm.